All right, my name is Aaron Rhodes, and you're listening to the Shuttlecock Podcast. We're sponsored by the Vinyl Underground at 7th Heaven, offering new and used vinyl at 76 and Truce in Kansas City, Missouri. This week on the show, we have Mike Two Times. How you doing? I'm good, bro. What's popping? Not much. Um, I'm excited to have you on the show today. Appreciate I've that. been following your music for, I think we were talking about it, like two or three years now. Yeah. Uh, just all of your SoundCloud drops up until... Yeah. The new EP, sure. which is called Family Tickets, yep. streaming everywhere now. Now, um, but yeah, I guess I wanted to take a step back and get a little biographical. Start kind of the early years. Um, what were like some of your first experiences with music, like growing up? Uh, my first experience with music was probably when I was uh, well, I know it was when I was eight. I know I used to be a big fan of Lil Wayne. Mm-hmm. My mama had got me a, a iPod, I mean, not an iPod, an MP3 player for uh, Christmas. And just downloaded a whole bunch of Lil Wayne songs and stuff. And I guess it came natural, like the wordplay and stuff, like at a young age. Like, I was at summer camp. This is my earliest memory, but it was when uh, I was at summer camp in like second, third grade or whatever. We was outside on a playground. And uh, they had me battle this one dude that was super funny. He was just a funny kid, like the class clown, but he was always rapping and stuff, like on some fun stuff. And I remember I was writing at home, and I used that in a uh, in a battle I did. I don't even remember what it, what I said, but yeah. After that, after I rapped, everybody went crazy. All the teachers was over there. They was crowded up. They was like, "Yeah, that boy got talent," you know. So after that, uh, I got most of the lead roles and stuff for. Every year at summer camp, I got the, if we did a musical act or whatever, I was the one that was leading that. Mm-hmm. So that was big for me. Uh, Metropolitan days. I went to a Metropolitan for summer camp. And yeah, that was my earliest memory with the music. So like right out of the gate, you were like kind of into performing and like being in yeah. front of a crowd. Like that yeah. kind of did something for you? I ain't even going to lie to you. My first time in front of a big crowd, I had to be uh so I was probably in third grade at eight. So fourth grade, yeah, that next year, they everybody was on my back about it. You got a lead, you got a lead. They called me DJ because my middle name Dewan, spelled D E capital J U A N. Mm-hmm. And me and my, I got a twin brother named Mike, so we both named Mike. So I went by DJ up there. <laughs> so they like, uh, yeah, DJ, you got to do it, you got to do it. So my first time at rehearsal, I remember this vivid. I got up there in front of everybody, and I just broke down crying because I was just shot. Like, I didn't know what the fuck was going mm. on. But, yeah, but after that, I got it together and stuff. That's when uh, Lil Wayne had that song, Go DJ, out. That, yep. one, that, that, that was, oh, was kind of a personal anthem for yeah, you since that's yeah, what you're going so by. when I started crying, everybody like, go DJ. That's my DJ. Like, trying to cheer me up and stuff like that. So I got over that, and ever since then, it just been easy. Mm cake work for me no yeah because i mean like I, I haven't hung around you that much but like yeah. i mean you do kind of come off as like kind of quieter than yeah. you know the average rapper so I, I guess it is good that you were able to break through any like stage fright or whatever that yeah, you had like sure. pretty early on there it's like when i'm on a stage it's a whole different you got a whole different mic like yeah around the people i'm close to you know you probably they see a whole nother side you know the goofy side the more and relaxed side you know more comfortable side but rather than that, i'm just laid back cool you know but when it comes to the music and stuff you know i'm gonna give it my all every time so every performance i have you know i don't let i don't let 
crowds or how many people. I don't let none of that dictate what I do. You know, I'm going to give it all every time, every time I, go, every time I get on the stage. Mm. So. so you said you were a big fan of Lil Wayne as yeah. a kid. And so I guess, um, and I do hear like a lot of like Southern hip hop influence in some of your stuff. Like as far as like the melodies and flows and That's even some crazy because I don't even like. It's it's cool that you say that you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. I ain't I ain't bashing or nothing, but I don't. I just rap. You know yep. what I'm saying. I don't really. I don't think I really don't have the chance to really sit there and and di- like break down my my flow. Yeah, I'm sure it's more it intuitive a, than it is yeah, like for sure. thought out. But that's that's dope to hear you say that. No, mm. oh, yeah, like touchdown and on the rise and yeah. even like. Maybe one or two of the songs Same on the EP. Yeah. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, and you do kind of like the the little like southern guitar lick uh, uh, instrumental too. Like the... Yeah, that's mainly because uh, we going off tight beats right now. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I was, but not right now, not no more. But yep. them earlier songs and stuff where you hear the guitar strumming and stuff like that, them like tight beats and stuff. But yep. I try to make it my own as much as I could, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, so what what are some of those like you you say you start like at least performing music when you're like eight or nine yeah. but like wh- what are some of like the earlier like original songs that you're you're rapping like what what are you what are you rapping about and like what's inspiring uh, any of that it's crazy because look i couldn't even remember this rap mm. the first rap i had it was like Emma went, how my name is DJ Speeding, like I'm on the freeway, trying to pick up the pace. I never hit the instant replay. Wanna ah, wanna talk cool, something, something. Yeah, it went something like that. But mainly it's just about having fun. Like I just be chilling, like, you know, talk rap about the girls. You rap about, you know, your environment, what uh, what, what what's around you. Yep. You know, what you've been through. So I throw a little bit of that in there. Um some of my more personal songs, you know. Mm. But other than that, you know, we just rap about, well, I rap about what I, you know, what I dream about, what I want, you know, uh, what I aspire to be, stuff like that. Like, mm. What, what, um, so I know you've been releasing stuff on SoundCloud for like a few years now, yeah. but what were some of like the first songs you ended up recording? Or like, were, was it those songs you were releasing three years nah, ago or was there stuff nah. even before then? We got Lost Files, me and Kai. Yeah. Uh, the first time. The first time I actually went to the studio is when I met Kyle. Mm. And uh, we met in eighth grade because he transferred uh, from whatever school he was at. He transferred to my school. I was at Hogan. And uh, he came the second semester and stuff. But at at the school, I was at Hogan. I've been there since seventh grade. But around the town and the city, I had already been known for rapping. Like, I didn't officially have a song out. But I was always known for rapping and stuff. So when Jakai came, he already had songs out. Yeah. So he already he had a group called uh I don't even wanna I don't even wanna try to come up on I me. Mean, I don't even wanna try to think it's before like his good colors thing. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. this way before that. This this he was in seventh grade, sixth, seventh grade when he had he was with a group of two other people. But anyway, um What was it? Farian and Donnell, or nope, was no? Nope. That's when we. That's when we did good. That's when we yeah. did the good colors thing. Uh, I don't. I don't even remember who he was with. But uh, anyway, what was I saying? Uh, how you first like went to the studio? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I met Kai, and he was already doing the music stuff, so we clicked automatically. And ever since then, we just been best friends. But 
uh, he had a studio he was going to. He had a OG that he was going to, like, around the corner from his house. We had to walk there. But he was faking all the time, so we didn't get to record that much music. Like, we only recorded a couple of songs in there. We did Shower, uh, uh, I did the Shower Rack, I did. I think I did that there. Then that was with me, Ka, and this guy, uh, this dude named Quezzy, or Quezzy, yeah, his name was Quezzy. He on there. And then me and Jakar did this song called Forest. And that was back in like 2014. Mm. But that's a lost file. We don't even know where that's set. Would that have been on the Colors EP? Or. Nah, that would have been on. 2000? Yeah. Yeah. That would have been on, on, on his 2000 mixtape. Mm. Then we did Power. Yeah. We did. Uh, we shot the video Power. Yeah, you had the you got the cars for it. You yeah, got uh, yeah. Kyle Daddy is uh he in a Corvette club. Mm. So uh, yeah, that's how we got the autumn Corvettes and shit <laughs> in there. We had a little light flex on there. And then what else did I do? I th- yeah, that was uh, the early, the early, the first, yeah. the first time I was dropping mm. them songs right there for sure. And um, so you had been kind of releasing like singles and loose tracks online for like the past, like from then until like the past two, three years. Um, so what, what, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not being like, what, what took so long to, no, to release good. an EP, no, but like, good, what, what was the process kind of yeah. like, what, what held you back or like made you not want to release like a, a full project? To be honest. A lot of doubt, you know. I felt like uh, things wasn't moving for me. Like I felt like they should be, but then I had to re- readjust myself. You know what I'm saying? Readjust my vision and see like I wasn't moving the right way. You know what I'm saying? Like I was thinking that oh, I just I just got all this talent. You know what I'm saying? I'm supposed to just be picked up from. You know, I, that's when I was heavy into thinking I wanted a record label and all that stuff. You know, fuck that now. Yeah. But I just. I wasn't. I was losing focus. The girls. Uh, I wasn't trying to take it that serious because I just felt like it was always gonna happen for me. You know what I'm saying? So I just never. I, and then, like I said, I was always known for rapping already. So I really didn't even. I ain't give a fuck. Like I just thought this gonna be that. Like you know, I thought like they call it clout now. I thought I had enough clout to just chill. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But uh, and then you know personal shit. With uh, family and stuff like that, you know, everybody go through their own shit. Yep. You know, uh, that was a big thing. Uh, what else? Was oh, yeah, no. uh, death. Hmm. I been, I was losing motherfuckers like crazy, like around uh, eighth grade. Uh, I was in seventh grade the first time I lost a friend. And then uh, in eighth, I lost some family and stuff like that. You know, death was just hitting crazy. And I was just feeling like, like, damn, like, just fuck it, for real, for real. Like, I wasn't really fucking with it. I wasn't feeling the music. But we finally got it out, so that's a good thing. Was there a specific moment that, like, kind of motivated you or, like, changed your outlook and made you want to be, like, more proactive with the music, or did it kind of just slowly come to you? Uh, I think it, it, it grew on me. Uh, I seen what Jakar was doing, you know, I'm front and center right there with him every time. So I just seen how his movement was growing and stuff like that. And I'm like, what am I not doing right? And I wasn't being consistent. You know, I drop a song. Like I said, I thought that 
me just having a, a small little buzz was good enough. Yeah. Like, so, you know, I was dropping when I wanted to drop, you know, and not being consistent, doing what I wanted to do with the stuff. But, yeah, hell yeah, I seen Kai taking off. And I seen uh, a lot of my friends, a lot of my peers, you know, starting to go crazy. So it made me want to, hell yeah, get out my ass and go get it. Yeah. For sure. Um, so yeah, the you have the family ticket EP out now. Um, would you say that there's like been any kind of major shifts in, um, like your songwriting and your lyrics since like the the singles you released before the EP? Definitely, definitely. Uh, what do you think's changed most? Uh, what's changed the most is uh, I had to get more comfortable with my flow. Mm. I'm not trying to sound like nobody else. I'm not trying to compare myself to nobody else. You know, just do what I feel is comfortable when it comes to the creative process. Yeah. Uh, as far as the lyrics, I feel like I always been lyrical, for sure. But um, you just get older, and some of the same petty rhymes is just that just don't catch no more. Mm. You know? And I don't got older, and uh, my influences. At first, you know, I said Lil Wayne coming up, uh, Rick Ross, heavy. Um, people like them, but then towards when when Meek Mill came in the game, I started to become. I was a big fan of Meek Mill, so I just wanted to be able to make songs and still be able to uh, have some creativity with the lyrics and stuff like that. Like I ain't trying to hold myself into a in a specific box. When, when I'm rapping. So, yeah. No, yeah. It's, but it, it did sound like like you, you you rapped some of the first, uh, that first rap you could remember to me. And you're like, yeah, it does have like a fun bounce to it. But I'm yeah. sure, you know, this that, that rap and, you know, similar stuff doesn't quite do it for you as someone who uh, pays really close attention to like yeah. lyrics and that type of thing as you kind of get older. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, I wouldn't say I, I looked up to, to Nipsey, but I, like after his death, I started paying more attention to him and I started uh, like really studying him. You know what I'm saying? I really, I wouldn't compare myself to him, but I'd say like I'm, I'm, I'm on that type of hype, like more, not conscious rap. You can't really say it's conscious rap because I'm not really, you know what I'm saying? I'm rapping about a lot of things, but I feel like Having something to say, that means something. Like, that speaks volumes, you know. The shit you write, the shit you put out, your lyrics and stuff, you know, when you gone, what what it, what it's going to stand for, like, yeah. what it's going to mean. Like, I'm not going to say a name, but I was listening to a rapper. Uh, he was hot when he was here, hot. But when he died, it's like that shit got played out. I listen to Nipsey. I've been listening to all his songs, you know, damn near every day, like, from the from the victory lap, you know, yeah. I've been listening to them down there every day because that's timeless music, and I feel like I try to when I when I make music, I don't want it to be just some for the moment type shit. Like I want it to mean something. Yeah. So yeah, because you can have like fun music to listen to and party to and everything, but yeah. if that's like all you're doing, like yeah, they're probably not going to have that much of a lasting impact. Or yeah, yeah, facts, them big facts. Um, so. You mentioned that uh, well, Kai worked on the song "I Love You Too" on the yeah, EP. Yeah, he produced that one. Yeah, yeah. What's 
like, I guess I'm kind of curious about what your like dynamic with, with Kai is like when you're, when you're both working together, like uh, how does, how does a song that you work to work on together kind of usually happen? Uh, usually it start, he start from scratch mm-hmm. all the time well, uh, with beats and stuff. Like we got stuff in, uh, tucked and stuff, but, uh, the beats, he make the beats and stuff and then. I try to come up with some, come up with a flow on there or whatever. We we'll bounce ideas with the flows or whatever, and I we gotta make sure it's organic though, you know. So usually the best music for me and Kai come from when we by ourselves, when it's just me and him. We just feed off each other. The energy be crazy. Okay, it is it is a lot of fun watching because Kai every once in a while will like go live on Instagram yeah. and show you like yeah, making his beats and yeah. so that's I can imagine just hanging out with him for an afternoon and like yeah. sift like shifting through different sometimes we beats be having and stuff. a little bit too much fun but yeah. for the most part it's work but yeah, i guess it's, it's good you, you don't have a whole group of people there bothering you you yeah. mentioned you want to keep it kind of low-key that's when it get a little crazy we both we both we uh was talking the other day and we said that we was like bro we can't be doing that all the time, bro. Having hella people, right? Hella people at the studio, hella people when we're trying to work on music. Everybody just become a distraction and shit. And we begin too carried away with that. So, yeah, we had to realize that. Now we straight. Mm. And, um, I guess so the, the EP is called Family Ticket, and that's one of the, the name of one of the songs on there. Yeah. And, um, you, you rap, you, you say you're the family ticket, you say it like pretty confidently. Yeah, and so I guess what I was wondering was like, have you always kind of like seen yourself as the one in your family that needs to like be successful and provide for everyone? Most and definitely. like I said, I used to always think that I was just the one, like I need, like I had all this talent, you know? I'm not going to never, ever downplay how much talent I believe I got or how much talent I got. You know what I'm saying? Like, I take pride in that. So, you know, I'm st- I stand on that all the time. So, I be saying, like, I used to want a record deal and stuff. I used to feel like I deserved that. But now it's to the point to where you really got to put in that work and back it up. You know what I'm saying? Back up what you're talking about. So, that's what the EP was. Because I've been telling people I'm going to drop. Um, I've been telling people I'm going to drop a mixtape for like two years now. I never dropped a mixtape or nothing, and it's my first uh, body of work, and I feel like it's pretty solid, like top to bottom, yep. where everything uh, is different, it's uh, versatile. I got the Feel My Pain on there. That's about uh, my big brother that died, Rosie. Rest in peace, Rosie. Uh, that was a tribute song to him. The second song, same thing. It's just about not being around bad vibes and bad energy, mm-hmm. you know. Cause that stuff rub off and stuff, and if you're not on the same thing I'm on, I can't be around you. I had to cut some of my closest friends off, you know what I'm saying? That shit hurt, but you gotta roll with the punches. Uh, the third song, "I Love You Too," uh, that was inspired by my shorty. Uh, that motherfucker, it just ride. Everybody like that song. Mm. That's the that's the one I'm getting the most the most good feedback about. And then Family Ticket, I had released that as a single already. People was messing with that one. So, yeah, I just feel like it's all solid. It's solid. Like, the whole project is just a good project, good body of work. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, and I guess I also wanted to follow up 
my question about the song Family Ticket with like, so you say you always have been confident in your abilities yeah. to like be successful and with music and everything. But like, has it ever, have there been points where it's kind of like weighed on you? Like as, as a person, like emotionally, like do you, do you feel like there is like a lot of pressure on you and does it, does that end up stressing you out? All the time. I don't know if you remember back when, uh, when me and Kyle was, uh, doing, we was doing the good colors thing. Mm. Like that's when we was at our peak. I feel like we like, was at our best. Like I can't. I don't even remember. I don't want to. I don't care. But I don't even remember what exactly happened to where that didn't work out for us. But all the time, I feel like that was our that was our chance. Like good colors could have did it for us, and that's around the time where uh, Rosie had died, and I just felt like if I could, if I had been doing more with the music, if both of us had, if you know, we could have been out of here. And I really, I really legit feel like that. Like that, that, that could have been avoided. You know, the situation was a situation, but I feel like a lot of things, a lot of deaths and stuff, like could have been avoided. Yeah. Or you know, if we, if I had been working harder or nothing like that. But you know, I try not to hold that over myself. You know what I'm saying? You just take it on the chin and try to. You do what you can to make sure you we, we do make it up out of here for yeah. sure yeah it's a hard thing to nail down really in yeah. like the world of like um just popular music in general like just the kind of weird momentum you have to have at some point to like gain traction like regionally or nationally or anything and like it is like i'm sure it isn't like the same thing for any two artists so yeah. it, it is kind of a weird like feeling to like have some momentum as a group but like something ends up blocking it and you yeah. can't really recapture the same type of yeah. energy that you had so yeah. facts um yeah what else do i have here we got um I guess I also, like, we kind of touched on it earlier, but I also was kind of interested, like, I, f I feel like within your music, like, you, you said, like, oh, yeah, I just love rapping and, like, rap music in general. And I, I, I did get that, um, like, I, I did kind of understand that just from, like, going back and listening to all of your music because you have, like, a lean back freestyle you have yeah. your your Chirac remix yeah. you have these kind of like southern hip-hop songs yeah. so like I got, other, I got a whole bunch of remixes i never released yeah like i got hella remixes i just i just never released them but mm. we are we come with all new content now like that stuff just gonna i'll probably release that later on like yeah later on down the road but yeah, i'm just trying to come with all new content just trying to uh damn i'll get my fan base bigger uh how people tap in with me, you know, hmm. the basic, the groundwork of it. Yeah, and, um, yeah, I guess I was kind of curious just uh, with what you may have next. You mentioned you still want to release a mixtape soon. Yeah, uh, I want to probably in September, October, hmm. late October. Uh, I'm... I teased the, uh, the mixtape I was going to do called To My Ladies For My Guys. That was going to be a tribute mixtape. 
to uh, Rosie again, the two and the four, the two more ladies for my guys. Uh, I'm probably gonna release that in October, and then probably another on uh, at the end of the year. But right now, I'm about to start shooting for a couple songs off the off the EP. Right now, I know I'm shooting for the intro for sure, and I'll probably shoot to "I Love You Too" for sure. I'm gonna be working with Kendu on the uh, intro. Awesome. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Is there anything we didn't get to that you feel is important about the EP or any of the stuff you got coming up? Uh, basically, I just uh, wait. What you say? My bad. I don't know. I just any, down my no, I was just wondering if there's anything important about the EP that we didn't get to, or just other plans you have for stuff coming up. Oh no, I think we hit uh we hit on the head everything on the EP. The you know, it's out there. Everybody can go get that. Uh look it up. M I K E the number two letter T X M E S. It's gonna be an X instead of the I mm-hmm. for times. Uh it's called Family Ticket. You know, we got the we about to start shooting for a couple of songs on there. About to have another project I'm working on. You know, I'm hopefully I'll get some videos out quicker for them. And basically, that's it. We're going to wrap up the year, try to go out strong. Awesome. Uh, yeah, where can people find you on social media, too? Uh, people can find me on social media at M-I-K-E, number two, T-X-M-E-S. It's Mike two times. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at that. And, yeah, I don't got no Facebook or nothing like that. I don't really be on Snapchat. <laughs> yeah, and people can follow at Shuttlecock Mag on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Visit the store at uh, shuttlecockmag.bigcartel.com and get t-shirts, photozines, and buttons. Um, look out on the Facebook page and the website, shuttlecockmusic.com, for all of the shows we have coming up and all of the other music coverage we have. And, yeah, I appreciate you being on the show today, no, Mike. I appreciate you for having me, bro, for sure. Awesome. Appreciate it.